Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Katerina Kostyuchenko. Kate is a dance instructor with more than 14 years of experience. Originally, she is from Ukraine, but nowadays she lives in Riga, Latvia. In addition to being a teacher and dancer, Kate has a master's degree in chemistry. She never worked as a chemist, but she is very grateful for this experience. Kate is in love with music, playing the piano a bit. She is interested in philosophy and science, yoga, skiing, books, and to try more and more new things. Kate, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. Hope you so. I feel happy, positive, blessed, and very curious about you as a person and as a woman. So I will say, if your friends could describe your personality in Latvia, would that, what would they say about you? And would it be different to the woman or girl you, who you used to be in Kiev? Okay, I remember one time we played a game with uh, friends and we were just sitting and asking uh, questions about each other, like to know each other better. And I remember one question uh, we asked one boy to describe everyone in the room it wasn't it wasn't a big party it was just four of us uh, to describe everyone in the room with one word and uh, he described described me as a wisdom person so for me it's like maybe what i get from moving to riga is the wisdom because i always like wanted to be as deep as i can as a person uh, as a woman, as a girl, as a daughter, whatever. And I feel happy that I reached it and people see me like that. Because in Kiev, you know, like when you start a journey yourself, when I moved to, to Kiev to university, when I started uh, studying, it was my first experience living alone. And I cannot say that it was completely like happy times. Because a lot of insecurities, as you said, and it's just part of growth. So, yeah, I think I became more wisdom person. I hope so. Thank you for that. I love it. And I want to know more. Two things. What is to you the, the definition? What is for you the definition of wisdom? And how do you develop it? How do you feel when you have it? Why is it important for you? Uh, about definition... For me, it's like seeing things from your inner perspective. 
from the depth of your heart, of your soul. For me, it's like when you look outside that you're trying to manage things only on the level that happens to you. For example, talk, some drama, some, you know, situation that happens and you try to manage like results. It's not the beginning of the things. But when you try to manage your, your state and change the situation, first of all, inside of you, it works much better. For me, being wisdom is to see what's in you brings to what result. I mean, every situation in your life happens on a reason and it shows parts of your personality, parts of your mentality, parts of your, of your thoughts. And the clue is to find in yourself what exactly bring to this result, what, what exactly brought you into this point. So this is like a journey for me, what, what I'm trying to improve in my life. I'm reading books about it. I'm trying, uh, you know, some spirit, spiritual growth um, ways, some, some like esoteric, or, but, but mostly it's reading books and uh, reflection on like about, okay, okay, what happened? What, wh why it's happened to me? Why it's keep happening to me? So, yeah, for me, it's like every time you come back to yourself, it's like close to Tao philosophy, Taoic philosophy. Yes, I was. Uh, I started like a journey to for dis of discovering this uh, like amazing Chinese philosophy, and I find it really, really, really useful for the life. So yeah, this is for me. Look from an inner perspective. Thank you. I love that very, very much. You spoke about like wondering why things happen to you, even doing some esoteric and spiritual things. We can discuss that later. But specifically when it comes to finding your self-love, your self-worth, your self-confidence, what did the wisdom journey tell you about yourself? How did you evolve? And what is your advice to other women who might not already have found those ideas that the wisdom you developing gave you? You can share with them. Okay, first of all, uh, what it gave to me, the like, like one small but powerful sentence, you're enough. You're enough for everything. You don't need people to be happy. You don't need like not money to be happy. Yes, everyone needs it because money gives you freedom to do whatever you want, to be whatever you, you want, wherever you want, and uh, not to worry about the future. But same time, Usually what I see from, from the girls, they are struggling. Oh my God, I don't have relationships. I need this to be happy. Or for example, my God, I need a business. I need this to be happy. But to be honest, not. And you can be happy just on your own. This is what my late, it, it's, it's my latest discovering that to be honest, I deserve much more than uh, people around me can offer me and I will not like agree for something that not satisfy, satisfy me in fullest. So your source of your happiness, I know it's like everyone hear these words every time right now, it's became too viral, this, you know, spiritual growth and you hear it in TikTok, Instagram, whatever. And ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I hear it every day, all the time. But you know, the trick is, when someone's tell it to you, it's just a word. But when you like deeply inside, you feel 
that I'm completely happy on my own. Oh my God, it's just amazing. So yeah. Thank you so much, Kate. I mean, I understand, I believe that, and it's a very important understanding, but I can imagine many women wanting to believe that, but they think, oh, that means I have to set boundaries. I have to say no to some people. Maybe some people who have been in their life since their childhood, they're toxic, they need to cut them off. And they feel it's too difficult. They will be disappointing too many people. And therefore, they there are many women who have been programmed to sacrifice themselves for others. So if they are in such a situation, what can they do? If they think about feeling I am enough and uh, demanding that everything, every person in their life should be up to their standard, it might be too much. So what can they do to develop that strength to begin those steps without it being uh, too extreme? Like mostly, it's not about pulling people to your standards. It's just impossible. Leave people alone. Uh, that's like the main like thing is no, you cannot help. You cannot save people. This is like game changer for you. If you think that you can really influence on someone's life, if you really want to, you know, sacrifice, you say, oh, I will sacrifice food for to make this person happy. It will never happen because everyone like responsible for its own happiness. And um, uh, I read a book that. In April, I started and uh, it's really changed my life. It's my biggest maybe recommendation for everyone. This Nick Walsh, uh, Neil Walsh, uh, Conversations with the God. And uh, the main thing, everyone goes right direction. If you think that someone's is wrong, you're wrong. So everyone has its own path and no need to sacrifice for others because they just live in their lives. And we will never understand what's like war this person fighting so that's why your sacrifice is just pointless like limit limit your boundaries it's pointless because you change yourself for what for nothing it's just, it's just people who lives different lives and if you find someone who can support your journey you will never like he, it, this person will never ask you about like, okay, can you become smaller? Can you please move your boundaries or sacrifice it? If you need to sacrifice something, it's just not for you. And like millions of people around. I know sometimes uh, we think, okay, oh, we want to get something from this person because in, we invested a lot. But it's gambling game. It's a casino and you will never won. Everything you will get from this person, it will be not enough because in, you invested too much. So the best thing I think for me is just stop one day. Okay, I stopping. If this person like moves towards you and trying to reunite, okay, it can work, but it's not, just not. Because we, we everyone wanna be right and we the like feeling that, okay, I'm wrong. I was wrong about it. I was investing my time, my precious life into something not worthy. But it's the best thing you can do. Sometimes you can be wrong. Thank you so much for that answer. And it makes me wonder about dance. It's something you're dedicating your life to even more than chemistry. You're being teaching people dancing. I'll ask from this perspective. Did dance help you develop your own confidence? Did it make you feel that you fall, fall in love with your body more? How 
does it relate to your confidence? And in general, what do you love about it that makes you enjoy it so much? Uh, from dance perspective, yes. Uh, it brings you, if you didn't try dancing, I just recommend you to try because I don't know how people can live without it. Because you feel so good in your body. When you understand how each part of it moves and you understand that you can synchronize it with music and uh, you can express with your body all your feelings you're like feel right now. I always say that dance, it's like very complicated process for our brain because if we think about, okay, we need to coordinate parts of our body according to the music, it's tempo, this is the speed, this is the balance. A lot of things happens in a dancer's mind. And it's for me, it's equal to meditation because you're so much concentrated on the process that you forget about everything. And second thing, yes, as I said, it's feeling your body. For me, it's like form of my expression, how I really feel the world. The world. So for sometimes I cannot say it that powerful, but I can dance it. And like about teaching, because I mostly teacher than um, dancer, because I'm not like professional, I'm not on stage. I'm professional dancer, but I'm not on stage. I'm not part of, part of the show or ballet. But as a teacher, first of first thing I want to give people is to show how your body can influence your cycle. People become more calm. People become more confident. Only just one thing, posture. It's change your posture. Different. It's, it's scientifically proved. It's, it changes your chemistry inside your body. If you just stay straight, oxygens come different way and you feel different. You know, like all these coaches, psycho psychologists, they use like powerful pose. This is dancing about. If you know that after dancing, you can walk like a goddess on the corridor, of course it will influence your confidence because all men in the room will just break their necks to look at you. So you control your body language. It's, it's so much things, musicality, like game, ah, flirt, ah, everything. It's, it's, experience. it's just amazing. It's the best thing on the, on the world. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. And you are talking about walking like a goddess. And I want to relate this to feminine energy. There are many women nowadays who maybe feel they have to or they choose to be much more in their masculine energy because they have to live their life. They have to do what they have to do. And then they don't feel comfortable going into their feminine because they feel too vulnerable. For you, maybe there are even some girls who don't really understand what is feminine energy, what is masculine energy. Can you discuss this topic? What's your definition of feminine energy, masculine energy, how to find the balance, how to feel safe and femininity if you have been too much in the masculinity and how maybe dance can help with all of this? Uh, yes, sure. It's very, very, very nice question. I like it a lot. I'm thinking about it a lot because... Uh, what I see right now, there is a cult of like, okay, boost your feminine energy. You need to work on your femininity, so on. But to be honest, it's all about energy. Masculine energy and feminine energy is just energy that you move for different things. For example, if I'm thinking about 
okay, rent, rent an apartment, paying my bills, how to plan my schedule. Of course, I'm in masculine energy because I need to be logical. I need to plan something. I need to like be responsible about what I said. So like being time somewhere, everywhere, it's about masculine energy. But same time, if we talk about in the evening, when I want to, for example, make a cup of coffee for myself or like use my spa, you know, treatment for me. So I'm putting it, I'm in feminine energy. How dance can help, it actually depends on the dance style. It can like invest more this or that direction. For example, if you talk about hip hops or some like modern styles, I mean, mostly hip hop, Afro dance, Afro, maybe not, more mostly hip hop. When girls uh, do this, they improve like their masculine side. But same time, they cannot stop being the girls. So it's like overthinking it for me because we are in balance. If you are, for example, in the relationships and you're with the right person in the relationships, you become more feminine naturally. You don't need to think about it. Because like for me, when I discovered my like single life journey, I'm single for four years, I became more balanced. I see both sides. It's like equal. And when another person around you appears, you become a little bit more this or this. So you can choose your surrounding to if you want to improve something. But same time, falling into one side, it's not very good for us because we still need to manage with the world. We need to be active. We need to improve our ambitions so on because all girls, okay, I need to work on my feminine energy and I will sit at home. I don't know, cook. But for me, I, I don't like cooking. It's not my thing. I, I'm not I'm not cooker at all. I am eater. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm to dancing. But this, you know, stereotypic, stereotypic things that usually society put on us that we need to be like wear a long dress, we need to cook, we need to raise like five children, so on. I'm not telling about children. I, I'm not a mother. Not, but you, but you know what I'm talking about. Like long hair. If you don't like it, it doesn't mean that you are not feminine. About dancing, how dance can influence it. As I said, it depends on the style. I'm not worried about my feminine energy because my background is belly dancing, the most feminine dance ever, forever in the life. So I just cannot put it out of my body. But same time, I'm working more on my masculine side in way like to be more organized, to be more concentrated and like to go like to reach my goals because feminine is like staying masculine is movement so for me it's just an energy you put in some different things masculine feminine doesn't matter thank you so much for that and you spoke about dance belly dance of course is very very feminine and it puts you in touch with your femininity nowadays there are many women that are because of instagram they compare themselves to other women they feel ugly Maybe that makes them not even want to try belly dance or anything like that because they think, oh, I'm too ugly. I don't look like that photoshopped girl. So I'll feel ashamed of my body and all that. How do you find your uh, ability to love how you look? And what's your advice even to some teenage girls who might be suffering with that, comparing themselves to others? 
in order to feel their unique beauty and not really compare themselves to others. Or maybe belly dance could be a way for them to love what their body can do and so begin to love how they look more and more. Thank you for the question. And you said unique beauty. That means that before you in and after you, no girl like you. So you are unique. No one like you. So your parents, your society, your experience, country, everything influences on you. If we start comparing, of, of course I was there. If you start comparing yourself to other people, it's very like, okay, it's very like stereotypic things. You start to lose yourself. But what I want to say, if you want to improve some, something, you can improve. If you don't know how to dance, you can try. If you, you cannot like it, it's easily because for some people, you know, like they're not, they don't want to invest so much in it because dancing, it's like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's nice. But it's huge work. Dance, it's a lifestyle. For example, for me, uh, it's a problem to have a lot of hobbies because you, I live in my hobby. You cannot stop doing it. If you are a dancer, it's impossible for you not to dance. But if you want to improve something, the best advice I can give you is stretching. If you want to be more feminine, more beautiful, to feel your body much better, start with the stretching. Every part of your body, not just the splits, because everyone like, okay, I want to do split. Split is nice. But what about your back? What about your fingers? So stretching can help you a lot. And it's not like that big investment that's uh, dancing, because dance also includes music. Also, like my advice is to work on your strongest part. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask, okay, who am I? What like characteristics I have and work on it? Because everyone's want to work on the big parts. Okay, I don't have good posture. I, I will work on the posture. And they invest all the energy into it. But it will not happen in one time. But same time, this girl can paint very beautiful pictures. Or she's incredible, uh, you know, like gamer. Why not? So if she knows how to build a strategy, I know a lot of guys who likes it a lot because she is different. To be like, not don't be stereotypic girls. Like if you are makeup artist, great. If you are professional in chess, wow, that's good. That's, that's not like make you less girl. It's just make you better person. So first of all, concentrate on things you like and things you already know how to do. Try to improve it. If you're playing piano, if you're playing guitar, wow. Playing basketball, great. Football, yes, everything. If you're a reader, like read the books, write something on after it. So just improve what is your passion about. So for me, it was all, always dancing. And of course, I want to say, okay, come into dance because it can give you a lot. But it gave to me. I'm talking about from my perspective. If you will like deeply think, okay, what really inspires me? Talking to the people. It's also inspiration. You can like go somewhere, talk, like get some energy. It's also a talent. So it's about natural way of development. Your inner side will show you what is the best for you. So about teenage girls, also, I want to add that your journey just started. It's so beautiful. It's so nice to be a teenage. And you need to know that the best 
is still coming. This is these times is just the beginning of the big, good, great, beautiful journey for you. If you will just relax and trust yourself, that's it. Try things. Don't be afraid of failure. Of course, I'm afraid too. <laughs> But you know, while you're a teenager and when you're under your parents' protection, I hope so. But if not, still, you will never be alone. Always people will come and help you. If we, even if you're in a worse situation, there is always answer to it. Try things, good things, I mean. Of course, uh, not destructive one because it leads to death. It just leads to nowhere. But if some, something makes you happy, just try it. Why not? Today, try badminton. Like for first for in like eight years, I'm happy. I have shaken hands like, like this because uh, they tried, but I'm happy. I'm happy about your happiness. Thank you so much, Kate, for sharing your experience, your voice, participating in this podcast. I wish you all the progress, the wisdom and the adventures in life. And thank you again for being in this podcast. Thank you so much. For me, it's like, for me, it's the first experience where I can really like share my thoughts, my my wisdom, my way. And uh, I'm happy for the opportunity that you gave to me. If someone will be inspired by this, this is the best thing I can do for the world because now I'm 28 and understand that, okay, before that was a huge journey that led me to this point where I started new journey. And uh, I am the happiest ever. And uh, it doesn't mean that I don't have a problems. But I calm down because all problems, like all our um, bad times comes from our minds. If you just say, I have everything I need. I will move on. I don't need to rush. I will move my own speed. Everything just miracle happens when you are relaxed. 100%.